Justice and Kelsey. The episodes where we ask the question, do the billboards actually work? You know what ones we're talking about. The billboards that you see driving by, that's like, are you going to heaven or hell? Call mm. this number and we'll tell you. I never I want, called that number. Maybe we should. I know. <laughs> just to see what happens. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Hey, let me know. <laughs> I could get my ticket to heaven early. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> I don't know. Ministry, but, don't we have a golden ticket already? No? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Still, I guess we still need God's salvation. So, yeah. Saved by grace. All right. <laughs> well, what we were kind of, what kind of spurred on this episode was I was driving to wherever I was driving, and there was someone on a street corner, and they were holding signs that were like good. There's like mm-hmm. Jesus King, you are loved. Um God's power is greater, something yeah. like that. Good but stuff. It, yeah, like I was like, oh, that, not the worst ones I've seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of, that That's was for sure. really the first thought I had was like, oh wow, those could have been worse. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Like for <laughs> saying true things. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Um but I just started thinking like who did somebody like go up to them and like throughout the day, I don't right, know. Does right? Does someone just come and be like, "Hey, I saw your I saw your sign that Jesus is my Lord. Like, I want to give my life to Christ right, right now." Like, right. I don't know. And maybe it happens. Sure. I see people out there, but I don't know. Is there something more effective? Right. And I mean, I guess we're asking this question with like minimal experience in that. Like, yeah. I've never. I guess in my head, I'm like, well, what is that? Again, just because it already doesn't sound effective to me. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's why I've never tried. And or it's it's also very like it's a very public, vulnerable thing to do too. Sure. So that's that's another thing too. There's a there is some fear. Yeah. But I think the only thing that's o- even close to relatable is one time we were on a dry bones trip oh, and yeah. we had to go um which is like working with people who are houseless. Uh-huh. And and so we had to like live there morning. So right. we had to go and find cardboard uh-huh. and we had to go find a store that would let us use a marker or something yeah. like that and, and write on the sign. sign. And the sign wasn't asking for money. It was like just like- for love or something, yes. right? And I didn't love it, but it gave me right. empathy. But that's the only thing that I can really compare standing on sure. the corner yeah. holding up signs to. And that- is about as I mean, you know, a sign like honk for love, that's about as like non-controversial as you get. Yeah, right? <laughs> it wasn't and and we still had people flipping us off. That's true. And that was what was crazy. I was that's like, what? True. Like, just don't do anything. <laughs> just keep driving. They go out of their way. Um, yeah. I hope you have a better day, sir. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So obviously I had to Google it. Like, is mm-hmm. street preaching effective? And I found lots of different answers, <laughs> as you do on Google. Yeah. Um, some people are saying, this is what Paul did, so this right. is scriptural, it's needed, you should absolutely do uh-huh. it, you know, and I was like, okay, sure. And so then Justice and I started talking about uh-huh. what what did Paul do. Right, right. So what what I think is really interesting is when people are 
you know, like, well, this is what Paul did, so it's what we have to do. It's like, okay, so 2,000 years ago. Yeah, nothing's changed. You know, <laughs> 2,000 years ago in a on the other side of the planet. But then also what is really interesting is the first thing before Paul went to the streets, mm-hmm. the first place he went was drum roll, the Jewish synagogue. <laughs> I didn't give you enough time to do a drum roll, but he went He went to, if, if there was, in Athens there wasn't, so that's an example um, in, in Acts where he doesn't go directly to the synagogue because there's not one. But in every town, he first goes to the synagogue, to people who already believe in yeah, God and to people that already believe in a coming Messiah mm. and, and this and that. And... <laughs> Yeah, whether whether it again is effective to find the right street corners, I'm sure. Right, <laughs> but but whether you know whether um, you know we we see lots of instances throughout that even you know Paul goes to the synagogue first to the people who yeah. you know, believe in God, believe in a Messiah, all that, and they're often the ones that he has the most trouble with. But well, that's even what Jesus did yes, a lot of the exactly. Times. Exactly. But we do see a strategy before Paul went to just directly to the streets. He went to, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he went to the synagogue. And then also there are other instances, um, man, I don't, maybe it, I mm. think it's, oh man, I think it's Philippi. I think it's Philippi where I, sure. there is, there's a, a, a girl who's demon possessed oh, according uh-huh. to the text that, um, is, I don't know, like she's like a, doing prophecies and stuff like yeah. that. I'm going to have to look this up. Someone fact uh-huh. check me on that. I'm pretty sure it's Philippi. And then. Oh, is this the slave girl? Yeah. And, and then, and, and then he, Jesus like takes the demons yeah, out. Yeah. And then the slave owner. Then they gets get mad really because mad. they can't. And so they get Paul and Silas thrown into prison. Yes. Right. Okay. So here's another instance where Paul isn't just doing something like. Again, mm-hmm. just it's not just an immediate proclamation, but here he's going and he's doing something. He's providing yeah. a need for somebody, and Ooh. and that that is a part of that as well. Granted, that it, he ends up getting thrown in prison, sure. but um, <laughs> I'm sure again, the girl was there's, thankful. Yeah, there's more. I guess my whole point is we can't just be like, well, this is what Paul. Yes, but look at all the other things he did. Paul worked with his hands. He was a tent maker. He was involved mm-hmm. in people's lives and and met in the communities and got to know people. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, we only have a very minimal amount of uh-huh. of in scripture. Of yeah, what Paul of information did. in scripture, but I we see a lot of evidence of all these other things that he does that again, we just don't know the limit of all of it. So I guess yeah, my whole point is like okay, yeah, we we can do that. And we can say that that is what Paul did, but there seems to be a bigger picture and more yeah. than just doing that to me. Sure. And so kind of throughout my, not not Bible research, but Google research. Yes. <laughs> the first um, place most people go <laughs> instead of their Bibles. Um, well, you know, for, no. something, <laughs> for something like this, um, I was thinking just about like, what is somebody's done a study on this? I oh, know yeah. it. You know, everyone's oh, yeah. studying everything. Everyone's got data on stuff. So I was just looking through some different data. So you don't have to, because <laughs> it's not that entertaining. <laughs> so <you don't> <laughs> um, but yeah, people find that it's not as effective as mm-hmm. it used to be. Mm-hmm. It used to be 
set up as a way, you know, meet people where they're at. They're at the sh- they're in the streets. Like mm-hmm. uh, this is where people are walking. Now right. we're driving and right. Okay. And so we're seeing interesting people were walking in the streets, going on carriages, different things. It was a slower pace life, mm-hmm. and now people are driving or going faster or in work all day. I don't know. They have two AirPods in. Yes. And so, like, just in that, it's just not effective because you're not – that's not really where the people are Mm -hmm. right now. We're not really walking the streets as much. Right. And if I can add something to that Mm -hmm. as well, another thing that was a lot more culturally accepted and understood is – and we actually see this in archaeology – um, in certain cities that Paul visited on his missionary journeys, there are like, um, I, I mean, like a- amphitheaters or like, oh, sure. or like uh, areas where people would gather for like town hall meetings yeah. or just to hear announcements. And someone, there's like this stage that oh, sure. a person would like get on and talk to people from. Yeah. So again, we don't do that like as again as a society mm-hmm. like they did now and so you need they're a used permit. to right <laughs> <laughs> now you need a permit um but you know that that was just something that was again a part of their culture mm-hmm. yeah that, and so again point. so paul used something that this might come back later too right <laughs> but yeah. paul used something that was a part of the people's culture and use that as a strategy, something they were used to, and they understood as a strategy to um, share the gospel with them. Yeah. Whereas now, the statistics show that often street preaching can come, or it's also called like open air preaching yeah. or street eva- street evangelism. Sure. Um, things I learned. <laughs> feeling pretty just, educated. Just from one Google search. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy what you can learn um and now people can see it as much more offensive or mm-hmm. off-putting sure. people get a lot more like oh i'm gonna walk faster yeah. instead of i'm gonna stay and listen and often that's because people are using the soapbox uh-huh. or this time as a soapbox right. for like extremism uh-huh. or fight the fire and yeah, brimstone repent they're they're yeah. preaching bad theology or yeah. or their political views made Christian. Right. <laughs> like, right. So that's just kind of, and so that just street preaching in general has kind of gotten a bad name sure. because of how it's been evolved to one, just culture evolves. And then two, how people have evolved it to meet personal agendas, which is just mm-hmm. kind of what people do. Right. It seems like. Right. So that's, and not that, um, not that street pe- preaching is, like ineffective i'm sure it has worked and it's a great way of people at least getting people thinking about Uh right there needs to be seeds planted yeah and that is one way to plant seeds uh but we're discussing like is it are these billboards are these signs are street Uh preaching the most effective way and what does that look like Uh for our lives and i guess i have a couple thoughts on that is like one you know, these signs that are like, call this number if you want to be saved or whatever. Where where we live, I have seen the same two or three or four signs on the Uh interstate my entire life. Yeah. So either someone's just got enough money that they can continue to fund this or (laughs) somehow enough people are calling the number and, you know. It's worth it. I'm like, somehow it is worth it in one way or another. So 
I don't know. Again, I guess I don't want to be naive to that uh-huh. whatsoever at all. But it's like, okay, what is may, maybe the real question we're asking that this is spurring on is what is for for Justice and Kelsey for our lives? What's what's the most effective way that we can with mm-hmm. the skill set that we've been given? How can we share the gospel with people? I think that's really what we're getting down yeah. to. And I think kind of what we've talked about in other episodes, like use your use your gifts use right. where you're at and so that's kind of something we we're talking about just like start where you're at start in mm-hmm. your apartment building start right. with your neighbor start in mm-hmm. your community go on walks and mm-hmm. see someone working in the yard and yeah it's weird uh-huh. it feels weird in there in today but it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. and the more you do it the less weird it is yeah yeah <laughs> i'm just, just talking to people talk and to, like yeah. hey i'm walking I'm walking my neighborhood and and praying for mm. our neighborhood. Is there something specific you'd like me to pray for? They might have an answer, they might not. Right. But that's a great like way to share the gospel. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I don't know. It's a great seed planting opportunity right. and and relationship building uh-huh. opportunity. And I think that's really neat and something I'm trying to do. It's sure. it is hard. Yeah. And it's again it's, it goes back to you know, when you hold up a sign that says yeah. Jesus is king on the street corner, you're really putting yourself out there yeah. to people who disagree with you. So it's the, sa- the same thing's uh-huh. happening with that as you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. Well, and something else I was kind of started thinking of once we started this podcast uh-huh. was like today's street preaching might look more like like videos on social media. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know, and... Stop scrolling. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> I don't know. And I'm interested in like, I'm interested to read the studies in yeah. 10, 20 years. Yeah. Oh man, we're, we are, we are That's interesting so people. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I get real interested about these things, like how, how videos and how yeah. sharing your beliefs on social media will affect just society mm-hmm. and the involvement of Christianity. I'm yeah. really, I'm really that kind of interested. I'm glad it's somebody's job. I'm also glad <laughs> it's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to count or yeah. <laughs> study. Look at the research. Do the research. Yeah, because yeah. we Justice and I were both part of a like a study of like young people. Yeah. Ver- like view of like faith, Christian yeah, faith, memes yeah. almost. And oh yeah, faith sharing on social media yeah. is is what it, the uh, f- a friend of ours was um, a professor. Yeah. yeah, and was uh, I guess pursuing a PhD. Yeah, and it was on the topic of faith sharing on uh-huh. social media. It was so I'm very, really glad people are doing that. Yeah, I'll yeah, read it when it's be. done. I. I don't want to do the research, right, though. Right, I am not but, motivated by that. Yeah. But I'm really glad other people are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, because it, it is a fascinating thing. It's yeah. one of those things where it's like we're living in it right now, so we cannot I know. tangibly, feasibly get, like, understand the stats or effectiveness of it because we're living it right now. Yeah. It's got to <laughs> be and the, the, the We're the cause. control we're, the, we're currently living the cause <laughs> and we haven't experienced the effect, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. When, like, our kids' generation or grandkids' generation, right. we'll, we'll figure it out. But I don't know. Someone yeah. has a doctorate on it. <laughs> someone's, someone's researching this right now. So, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I, yeah, I just, just like what you said is like at the end of the day, I guess I, th- I think of a couple more things from what you said. One, mm-hmm. talking about asking to pray for people. And maybe you guys yeah. have experienced something different from this than I have, but I don't, I cannot personally recount a moment where mm. I have said, Hey, can I pray with you real quick? And someone's yeah. been like, Absolutely not. There it is. <laughs> and again, maybe I haven't done it enough to get to that <laughs> point. I haven't been humbled in that way yet, but. <laughs> It'll um, happen at some but, point. But. I mean, even even people that, um, you know, will in a conversation 30 minutes before talk mm. about how they're an atheist. Yeah. And then later, you know, and it's maybe it's a group setting or whatever. And I'm like, hey, can I just pray for all of us right now? And I do. And, you know, or or uh, yeah. a, a lot of times what I what I like to do when, um, you know, I First, when I when I see someone who is homeless or holding up a sign asking for money or whatever, and mm-hmm. I stop to give them money, I want to make sure I have a conversation with them. Yeah, as well, um, and and yeah, what I love to do is yeah, offer to pray for them too. And uh-huh. and again, I mean, there's all kinds of different factors going into that because here's a person that's like, well, you just gave me money, so I'm sure. not going to say no. <laughs> yeah, but again, just. Just uh, being able to plant that seed and just speak love and truth over them, that is something that mm-hmm. I think, again, it's a great place to start. Absolutely. Instead of saying, you're going to go to hell if you keep saying, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that... the, that's the street preaching that stereotypical, you know. Yeah, that really will turn a person off for yeah. sure. Well, I think about like my high school, one of my high school coaches, like it was a christian league but we didn't have a christian coach yeah which i i think that's so i laugh at some days i mean i just it's a bunch (laughs) of christian homeschool moms running this you know Uh like and then i just it cracks me up (laughs) it was perfect but we would start each practice or end each practice Mm -hmm. i don't remember with a prayer and and he like my first two years he he never joined us and that was fine and then eventually he started joining us but then like my senior year he he would start texting me or or telling me like prayer requests oh like, wow um wow. you know my friend has cancer or or whatever's happening some of them mm. were I don't know some yeah. of them were different but it was just like interesting yeah, but still. and and I was like you know you can pray too and he's uh-huh. like. God cares a lot more about your prayers. I was like, trust me, he doesn't. (laughs) He would be much more interested in yours. And so I would pray with him. I'd make sure the team prayed for whatever he had asked for. And that was just like a cool thing. And I think that's um, like God will use you where Mm -hmm. you're at. And I think about what like Jesus did. Yes, he he did like preach on street corners Uh and share the news to lots and lots of people. But then he also revealed himself to, uh, uh, like yeah. his greatness. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. his messianess. What is it? Christ? I don't. <laughs> his, his glory. His glory. Is yeah, that the word there, you're looking for? It is messianess. Messianess. Claiming that as a word. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> he, you know, revealed his glory mm-hmm. to a woman at a well. You know, right. and it's like, hey, this is you're going to be the first person I share this with. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's, that's a relationship. That's, uh-huh. that's personal. And I just think of like the woman who was caught in adultery, uh-huh. you know, on the street corner, mm-hmm. they're pulling her out 
everyone's like stoner and they're trying to trap Jesus and he's, uh-huh. you know, gets it to the point where everyone leaves. Uh-huh. And he didn't really address the whole group. He was like the first. Right. Or, yeah. yeah. Whoever's without sin may cast the first stone or yeah. whatever. And, and that's all he said. Yeah. And so, like, he, he didn't use that as this big, great, long teaching moment. Right. He just... He just made a relationship with that uh-huh. with that girl, and he was like, "And now go live your life without sin, you know." And uh-huh. and he's like, "And I don't condemn you." Uh-huh. And I think that's so great, like the way Jesus would separate himself and mm-hmm. and reach people one on one, and mm-hmm. and honestly, a lot of his like big group talks was him like yelling at him, <laughs> a little more yeah, intense. Or, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess kind of in the the saying goes, I don't I don't know if there's like a number of verses where, but it's the saying goes he's Jesus spent a little bit of time addressing crowds of people, right? Like we have the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. Believe it or not, after the Sermon on the Mount, people leave. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they hear, "If to eat my flesh and drink my blood." Mm. I guess that's in John. That's di- that's a different passage. But so there is these I'm moments. Out. Yeah. <laughs> There, there are these moments, yeah, where very fewer moments where he's addressing a full crowd. Yeah. And then more moments where he's with a smaller group of people. Mm-hmm. And then more, a ton more moments where he's with his closest disciples. And then even more moments where he's with... Just uh, individuals. Yeah. Well, like where he's with Peter, James, and John. Uh-huh. So, you know, like like I, th- I think about... Um, the transfiguration oh, it's sure. like only peter james and john went yeah. up with him on that and so again it's a really interesting structure of way a way to do that but it's like here's three people pour into three people mm-hmm. and disciple people Th- those those people love those people spend a ton of time doing that and then find a maybe a larger space a yep. group of a dozen your small your church small group Pour into them, invest in their lives, see how you can help, help them move, you know, whatever. Sure. <laughs> Watch yes. them, take care of their dog or their kids, <laughs> their <Yeah>. dog. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, and then from that layer, and then it's like, okay, then from then on, you know, larger groups, the whole church body, their your community, yeah. you know, there's just, there's these bubbles that, again, and Jesus models mm-hmm. that to us. And we talked, we talk about that every episode, but again, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it, Th- th- those things, the the people that were the most diehard on fire Christians were the ones that Jesus had relationships uh-huh. with. So, yeah, enough n- enough about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just kind of, I mean, I'm always yeah, yeah. to talk about Jesus, but kind of getting us back to yes, like kind of share the gospel and. And plant seeds wherever you're at. I think about um, a few summers I worked at a refinery in a truck stop kind of area. Uh And it was just kind of me and another guy in this small room for 12 hours a day, (laughs) seven days a week. (laughs) And then I'd get the next week off. But Uh um, it was really interesting. But with that shift, I had to work Sundays. Yeah. And every other Sunday. And I would claim that. And this is not a um, Jesus Christ-filled area. Yeah. Uh, for sure. And it was great for me. It was a great learning experience. 
but I I would claim Sunday mornings with our radio. And I from like 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. I would play Caleb. And then at 10 a.m., whoever I was working with would switch it. But they knew from 4 a.m. Yeah. to 10 a.m. on on Sunday morning, yeah. we were going to listen to six hours to of, of Christian yes. music. <laughs> and it was funny because, you know, different truckers would come in and and <laughs> the the person I was working with, he'd be like, hey, don't be too sassy with her. She's going to start praying for you or something. <laughs> or like, right. I don't know. I just thought it was so, so funny. Like, and then they just randomly ask different questions about right. church or mm-hmm. why I'm a Christian or different things. And then the conversations would be over. Yeah. But, but they'd come pop up. And it's like, you don't have to, you know, and make these huge grand gestures every right. day. And those are great. And those right. are good. But like kind of exhausting if you do them every day jesus didn't do them every day right like he he pulled away he was with individuals he was with uh-huh. small groups and so it's just it's being consistent uh-huh. you know and uh-huh. and available and open about your faith yeah yeah there it is yeah i don't know oh. and that's not street preaching but it's effective in different ways uh-huh yeah Absolutely. I mean, I guess in the same sense, you're you're still interacting with a lot of people that maybe you've never seen before. Sure. So in a way, it is similar, but it's it's very different. So, yeah. But, oh, that job but, setting. For yeah, sure, yeah, but. yeah. No, it just got me thinking. But yeah. But anyways, we could keep talking about this always. But you guys don't have enough enough time to listen to a <laughs> twelve hour podcast. So we're gonna move on to the next segment. <laughs> Challenges. It is. Yes. So, Kelsey, why don't you tell us about your challenge from last week? Okay. My challenge was, and if you saw my our Instagram story. Mm, you can follow along. There it is, take one on Instagram. I am trying to post on there. I was posting, I posted about the challenge, which was to make um, a bunch of frozen burritos mm-hmm. and give it to some friends of mine before they had their babies. Yeah. And um, it was perfect timing. I gave one friend the burritos the day she had her baby so or the day she went into labor right she had the baby the next day yeah but that was kind of timed out (laughs) timed out well and then um yeah so got all those passed out Mm -hmm. and it's been good yeah so do you want me to say the challenge 100 success rate yeah for this week i liked it it's great i don't know if i had another like caveat to that but I got the burritos. Yeah, you, we got the burritos <laughs> done. That's what. <laughs> that's what matters. I felt like I accomplished so, everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. How about you? Yeah. So my challenge for the last two weeks, I've been focusing on trying to journal more, and because I'm not good at that, nor do <laughs> I honestly. I glean a lot from it. Like I get a lot out of it, but I don't like it. If that makes sense, <laughs> don't I? I don't know. It's just it's he always does been complain a like right before he does it. He's like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I do it, and I'm it's much better. <laughs> but yeah, that went a lot better this week. Definitely forming a routine, and it's going well to do that in in mornings and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do that coincide that with time where I get to read my Bible and yeah. But yes, so we're gonna keep doing that and add a new challenge to this week. Of course. Yeah. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Yes. Who, who's, who's the first person to say that? I don't know. Um, but my challenge for next week. <laughs> Perfect. The smoothest is... segue. I don't know. <laughs> my challenge for next week is 
Um, well, I kind of have two things. I need to finish another baby blanket. Mm. Maybe two. The projects continue. And yeah, can you tell there's a lot of people having babies in my life right mm-hmm. now? I'm all for it. It's, I'm a it's big that, fan. It's that life stage we're at right now. Yeah. I got a sewing machine. I can yeah. make burritos. You keep having the babies. <laughs> um, and also, we're going to be traveling to see my family. And so I've been doing really good at reading my Bible every morning. Mm. But traveling just really throws my whole life off. Yeah. So I would like to – I'm not going to set the challenge of, like, read my Bible every day because we're going to be traveling right. several of those days and – I get motion sick. So <laughs> I'm giving myself days off. But yeah. um, I don't know. So just try to do at least three days when I'm traveling. Sure. Or, sure. Yeah. Keep it keep it in the forefront of your mind. Yes. Really. Yeah. No, that's Still great. not. Because then when I come back, it takes me a minute yeah. to like transition back to life routine. Yep. Back to real life. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my challenges and something yeah. I want to be intentional about. Yeah. How about you? Yes. So like she said, we're traveling this next week. And so my goal, maybe if you're if you're in a in a job where you're constantly thinking about it, mm-hmm. like me. So like if you're in ministry or if you're in, you know, so, something that is you're you're creating education. Yeah, education. You're you're creating things, you're involved with people, th- those kinds of things when you're away from your job. If you're like me, it's hard for you to detach from that when mm-hmm. you're off. And so my my kind of challenge, if you will, again, it's not like very tangible. Yeah. In in the sense that it's like make five burritos this week, but <laughs> I made almost fifty. <laughs> I know, thank I, you. <laughs> you made a lot of burritos, but <laughs> it's not like you know it doesn't have a numerical value to it. But my my challenge and what I want to be focused on is I want to get my stuff done before we leave, and uh-huh. then while we're gone, I want to just be focused on being present. Sure, that's great. And I'll answer the phone calls. Mm. I'll let people know I'm on vacation yes. and that they can ask somebody else about it. But yeah, I am gonna yeah. focus on being present. I love it. Um, there you go. Yeah. So, Justice, how do you see uh, God working this week? Yeah. So the past couple weeks, um, we've uh, something. Um, the church I'm on staff at has done, we're calling it Popsicles at the Park. So on Wednesday nights, we've been going to a splash pad park. So it's, I mean, it's got, it's got water. It's, it's in a, um, yeah, a community where there's lots of um, refugee families and lots of, um, I mean, just lots of people. Really, yeah. I just feel like while, while you're there, it's, it's just a splash a, pad. It, yeah, so. yeah. But like even those neighborhoods, there's just a, uh, I mean, houses are all over the place, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so there's a ton of people to reach out to. And so what, what we did, you know, popsicles at the park, we just take popsicles and um, we go to the park and we hand them out and stuff. And get um, soaked. Yeah. I I got targeted. Mm. Every, every single kid that was there with a squirt gun or something yeah. or a bucket was <laughs> chasing after me. You're for a large an target. Hour and a half. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, anyways. It's just been a blast, and I have seen and had some awesome conversations yeah. with people. And again, it's not—it's not the like big, 
like I, I guess I didn't baptize anyone that night or like, you know, it's like, it's not this it, thing. Though. It's true. <laughs> but it's like, again, what we're talking about today, it's like, it's just planting seeds and building I've seen, relationships. yeah, and that's what we're doing. We're building relationships and we're, people are getting to know different people in here and their stories and seeing a group of people out in the community loving people. Yes. And that's, that's the watermark I want to leave. I love so, it. That's how I saw God working this week. Yes. Uh, how I saw God working this week is Justice and I had a really cool opportunity to go to uh, some friends of ours who are Afghanistan refugees. Yes. And we have kind of mentioned them before. And yeah. just, I, it's just always so encouraging to go there. They kind of have a list of things that they ask us to help with just right. English translation. And, uh-huh. and I love that. Like I yeah. love that we're building that relationship. Like, I think this is maybe the first or second time that uh-huh. like, they've been like, Hey, can you help us with this? And right. I, and before it was just us bringing them Christmas presents sure. or them having us over for dinner. And, uh-huh. but now there's like needs being yeah, expressed. Yeah. And I, I'm really encouraged by that because we want to help them any uh-huh. way we can, even though there's a huge, language barrier Uh and i uh have so much more like compassion and empathy for people who take the gospel to other countries because i'm like oh wow this is no joke like i can't even tell you no more tea like i don't even know how to express that google translate doesn't even do a good job not (laughs) helpful but it's been great that like we're working together and like they're super patient with us Uh and Uh uh-huh And it's just been a really, like, fulfilling friendship, even though we can't, like, use our words to communicate. So it's just been really fun and encouraging, and God is definitely working in that relationship. So I'm just loving that. Yeah. Well, there it is. Yeah. Oh, as always, we want to encourage you to challenge yourself in one way or another this week towards, push yourself towards growth and a closer relationship with God. And, um... Maybe that maybe this week you can find someone you're close to, a friend, a spouse, whoever, um, share how you saw God working. Absolutely. Around you. And if you don't get anything else from this podcast, know that you are chosen, you are valued, and you are loved.